Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Welcome to Unlocking the Magic. Today, we are going to recap. We just got back, as many of you know. Take two. Take two. We actually recorded this podcast already, and something happened with the audio. So this is our second recording of this podcast. Accidentally. I think, is it operator editor or what? But that is annoying when it doesn't record. 40 minutes of podcasting, great podcast, and it's gone. So, so here this one's go. probably going to stink. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry ahead of time. <laughs> Keep on listening. It gets yeah. better, though. <laughs> um, so we just got back from our Walt Disney World vacation. We um, have a lot to talk about. So this is probably going to be a part one of two um, show. Yeah. Because there is just so much to cover. Um, and we only probably have your attention for what, like 30 minutes, you'd say? Yeah, a lot of people have been saying 30, 40 minutes is perfect time for the podcast. So then they get sick of us. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't want that to happen. Um, so here we go. So our recent trip, we actually did um, not stay on property this time. So I really want to talk a little bit about that because I've gotten some emails from people saying, the same thing that they're not going to be staying on property and, and we drove have... oh and we drove let's not mention that right yeah. away okay i'm trying to forget about that actually. well the trip down is not bad but the drive back is always challenging yeah totally like the ride down is exciting the kids are excited we're excited it's not it's like you it's the anticipation to like getting there is all so much fun so yeah. getting in the car and packing everything up going home not so fun not at all um so and it's a long ride for us so what is it like 23 hours or something in the car so anyway <laughs> we can talk about that um today or on another show because there's actually some things that i learned along the way that um might help other people that you know if they decide to drive um you know in a car or whatever so how else would and, you drive i don't know and a motorcycle? You to take their motorcycle all the way from boston to florida you never know. They yeah. could go from like Georgia to Florida in a motorcycle. Or... <laughs> That'd be fun, kind of fun. I don't know about that. So um, one thing I do want to mention is that I did remember. So I pack. I believe it or not, I still use our packing list, and um, there are th- things on there that I didn't. Um, I actually am going to be adding on um, because there's a few of us that came on the vacation that. Reminded me of certain things that I could definitely include. So that's always been being updated. Yeah, since I forgot five things. <laughs> well, let's not talk about that. That's something that you just didn't look at the list because you think that you know it all and that you don't need the list. But guess what? He yeah. needs the list. Yeah, I did need the list because I went down there and I was like, oh, great. We're on vacation. Where's my toothbrush? Right. Where's my deodorant? What? Oh, come on. I forgot that. Where's the battery to the GoPro? I handed you the list. The packing list. I don't think you handed it to me. I think you put it on the nightstand and then I brushed off. So it's like I'm trying to pack for Disney. What is this list doing in my way? All right. So staying off property, not always my favorite thing. 
Um, but we had to do it this time, and there's a lot of reasons why. So staying off property. All right. So not my favorite thing um, because I've always mentioned that, you know, I really love staying on property. There's so much that the resorts offer, and I truly feel so um, immersed and just part of the magic when I'm on property. But this time it wasn't an option, and so one of the reasons why was because we were traveling with a larger group. We were driving, so we wanted to stretch out our legs a little bit, and you can't necessarily do that even in the deluxe rooms, even though they're gorgeous. We still we wanted um, separate bathrooms and everything, so we decided to rent a house, and we did it through Airbnb, which I was a little nervous at first, but it actually turned out to be a really great experience, so I do recommend um, doing that. Um, yeah, it took you a long time to do I was just going to say, I'm really neurotic. Like, I want everything, and I, I'm super ner- neurotic about cleanliness, and I'm really allergic to animals, so that was an issue for me because, you know, there's so many homes that, you know, do allow animals, and I didn't want to go down there, and, you know, you, you expect certain certain level, like, especially with a Disney um, resort, like, it's easy. You just pick the resort that you think, other than the budget-wise, like you try to narrow it down that way. But then you try to find out what your family is most into. So they really like, you know, Ariel and Finding Nemo. Maybe the art of animation is your thing. Whatever. But you know that it's going to be a great experience. It's Disney. It's going to be clean. It's pretty straightforward. When you go outside of that, you get, I got at least for me, I get a little nervous. It's hard I'm because not- you know that with the Disney comes along – the Disney experience of you know what to expect from those hotels. And yeah, they might be a little bit smaller or older, but for 99% of the time, the, the Disney resorts are extremely clean. Yeah. So and with Airbnb, like, you're staying at somebody's house, what well, potentially. Right. So I was a little nervous, but actually I had a really great experience. If somebody wants to email me for more information, please feel free to do so. Bruce will mention their email address and the way to contact us at the end of the episode. Info um, at unlocking the magic. Don't you have to wait till the end of the episode. Wow. Thanks, Bruce. You're welcome. Um, so anyway, we stayed off property. Here's the deal. I don't mind staying off property, but I need to be at the parks pretty much all the time because I feel like when you stay off property, especially for us, this is like a 15-minute drive. Once we're gone, it's like we're gone. We don't have the Disney experience. We're not in the magic. Like You lose a lot of that. But if you do plan to do a lot of Disney things and go to the parks, you know, pretty much the whole stay, that's a different story. And in fact, you might save some money, which we did. You know, we saved a bunch by staying off property. We went to the store. We had, you know, plenty of snacks at the house, um, which made it easier, um, especially for our wallets. Um, yeah, we had a private pool with the jacuzzi. So it was uh, to relax. It was a little bit easier to go back to the hotel and relax after the long day of the parks in, uh, in your own space. Yeah. And I'm going to say, I'm going to say, if you're going to parks, let's say you're there for five days and four of the days you're going to be at parks, you probably don't need to stay at a Disney resort because you're not, you're going to be so exhausted that you're not even going to appreciate or get the time to enjoy your resort. Um, You know, do you feel super immersed in the Disney whole experience and the cast members and all that? Yeah, for sure. You know, I love that. Um, But you know, it's not for everybody, but we did it, and you know, that's my opinion of it. Um, I had a great time renting a house, but um, I definitely there's a little that spark that's missing. I would say know? that if you're gonna, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, if you're gonna go debate on whether to rent a house or staying on property, this is my opinion. I think that if you're going to the parks a lot, renting a house might be a good option. If you're not 
going to the parks a lot. Say you're going there for a week and you're only going to two days of parks, which I know a lot of people don't do that, but there are a few people. Um, I would mm. stay on property because you, you, there's more to do on property without having to rent a car. I know I just said that, rent a car. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's more to do on property without having to rent a car that you can do that you can't do is necessarily off property because sometimes these resorts off property, like our resort was pretty far away from Disney. It was a good 15 to 20 minute drive, I would say. Which and... doesn't sound like a lot, but to no. us, I mean, we live in an urban area where you drive to the store, it's literally down the street. But not only that, generally speaking, this area, Disney parks area, like when you get outside of the Disney gate, it's usually like the Kissimmee area. And that is cluttered with traffic. Yeah. It's no tons of traffic. So oh my God. It's a pain in the butt. It's a pain in the butt to be away from the Disney like area. You, you know, once you get in it, it's fine, you know. Um, but outside of it, it takes a while. So you have to kind of plan that ahead of time. So that's one of the things I would definitely just keep in mind. Like if you're going and expecting a 20-minute ride to the park, tag on an extra 10, 15 minutes just for the morning or evening traffic. Yeah, depending on, too, when you're going, you know, when you're going to the yeah. parks and when you're traveling around. You think at 8 or 9 o'clock at night there's not a lot of traffic, but there's a lot of traffic around there. There's so, so many people are out. Yeah, it's crazy. No the, one sleeps the in Orlando. Inter, like the Route Four there, the inter, all the highways have tons of traffic all the time. It's like, it's it's unbelievable it's how much traffic going? there is. Yeah, yeah, everybody's out and enjoying the weather. I guess. I mean, that's what you do, I guess, when it's eighty degrees in February. Yeah, you totally do. You get you out of the house. Home. Yeah, you don't sit around. That's for sure. So, all right. So, part one of our two-part podcast. Let's talk about my favorite park. Well. Isn't it your favorite park? Hollywood Studios. It's, I mean, they're all my favorites. I, don't, I know. I was just thinking that. I think like I picked Epcot if I had to pick one day, but I love Hollywood Studios. You know, it's um, there's tons of stuff to do for us. We love the movies and that kind of theming. And I thought it was going to be a lot of stuff. I thought I was going to see a lot of construction, which we didn't see. Well, that's the thing. And that's why we – and really, ultimately, that's really why we made an, a huge effort to go to this particular park Um first and foremost. So like our first part of the trip, we chose Hollywood Studios because I was really curious myself. And there's so many rumors, things closing and this, this and that. And, you know, they're not offering uh, a discount on your admission price. So, you know, kind of want to see what that was all about. Um, to Bruce's surprise, I know that there was a lot open. Don't speak for me. Well, I know that you were like, like always you say low expectations. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of like, thinking, I thought I always said rent a car. Yeah, that too. No. Um, but, you know, I really thought... Sorry, Rob. <laughs> I thought that the um, whole park had a lot to offer. I thought that um, the cast members there, the actors, the shows in the middle of the street, like, are top-notch. Um, I love how they interact with guests that are just passing by, and you can't help but just stop and watch. Um, I was really sad to see the hat gone I guess just because it's something that I was used to but it feels like it makes a lot more sense now where you can see the great movie ride right from the distance of Hollywood Boulevard I really feel like it just in essence that's what Hollywood Studios has always been about that Chinese theater from the you know from the yeah. distance it does look um, better without the hat I was skeptical not that I was skeptical about the hat coming down but I was you know it's been there for so long I didn't go to Disney when I was younger mm. um so you don't remember? No, I only remember being, with that hat. So, even though you still call it MGM, totally. Did I say that uh, just now? No, oh. but <laughs> I was just thinking that. Um, but I'm going to call it MGM. I'm going to call it Downtown Disney. Oh, you're forever going to call it Downtown yeah. Disney. 
um, but one thing that my oldest asked me was that what is going to be, you know, so for instance, um, you know, the animal kingdom, the sort of, what's it called? The, um, the, um, feature there is, no, is like the tree of life, like the, what's the symbol? Thank you. I don't know. Um, you know, obviously the magic kingdom, it's Cinderella castle for Epcot, it's spaceship earth. What is going to be Hollywood Studios now that the hat's gone? Is it going to be, you know, like the symbol the of theater. that's what it's going to be? Yeah, because it's movie themed. Well, each one of those has this huge sort of centerpiece. You well, know? That's why they took the, the hat out so you could walk in. As soon as you walk in, you see the theater right from the gates. And I love that because that brings me back to my childhood and it wraps around the whole movie theme. of Hollywood Studios. So I hope that that's exactly what is intended and planned. Um, So a couple things going on in this park. I thought that... um, I know that they announced that Lights, Camera, Action is closing, and it's actually closing April 2nd. I heard a guy talking about that. Funny story is they said that they didn't want to close it on the 1st because they thought the employees would think it was an April Fool's joke. (laughs) That's actually the guy at the gate who works at Disney. One of the uh, cast members said that to me. So, yeah. So not to be, you know... Who knows if that's really going to happen or not? Because sometimes things change, and they don't necessarily tell cast members everything because they don't want anything to leak. But that was definitely something that we. It was heard. funny that I was talking to the guy while we were waiting to get in. <laughs> yeah, um, great show. If you still get a chance to go see it, it's going to be there for a little bit while longer. I know our eight-year-old and nine-year-old, ten-year-old, thirty-year-old, whatever, love it. Um, yeah, she loved a it. Lo- a lot of good, uh, just uh, straight up total action-packed, you know, hour of entertainment um, that we sort of skipped a lot of times when we would go down. And I, you know, totally think that that's something you should never have skipped by. I don't know why. We just never... It seems like a lot of the shows, you feel like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to be waiting in line. And I'm just... Yeah, you sit there for 45 minutes watching the show. You're going to waste a lot of time. But yeah. it's actually entertaining. All the shows are... In- Incredibly entertaining. And... The one thing that I would say, sorry to interrupt you, but you keep talking oh. for a long time. I know. Um, I'm trying not to, but I get excited. <laughs> sorry, I know. Um, Indiana Jones was, I think that, I don't know if it's necessarily closing. Did they? I don't know if they announced that. I have no idea, but probably something's going to happen to happen with that because of Star Wars Lands coming. And it, 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 it does need an update. Well, they did, part of the show this time, they did edit out sort of the tail end of the show that we're used to, which is like the scene with the airplane. And our um, kids were asking about it. They're like, oh, they, they were kind of bummed because that's a pretty neat scene where the it's part of the movie and the experience there where like the, it's like the airplane, it catches on fire, and right. it blows up, whatever. But as part of the script with the director, he was talking to the audience saying that, you know, we're going to scrap that today, folks, whatever. He was um, talking to his, like, it was part of the show. Almost yeah. like the guy's like, hey, there's a problem with it. All right, we're just going to scrap that. But you could listen in. You were almost like eavesdropping on their conversation. Yeah. But it was over the microphone. Right. But it's like... It 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 just needs an update because I feel... We've seen it a bunch of times now in the last few years. And it's just exactly the same every time. Down to what the guy wears who's part of the show, who's part of I wish they would do that. Yeah. Take the... At least change his outfit so you don't know who it is. But... Or even change like what the whole... Not just change his outfit, but change like what he does when he comes down. It's always the same thing. True, true. So it does need updating. So if they update that, I'd be happy because I like to see the show. I just wish that would be – I'm sure they would make it maybe more like the Star Tours where it's um, – they have like five different shows and they rotate through them. Yeah. So you never really know. I know that's a lot of work because it's a huge production. 
it is a huge bread. It's a lot to ask for. We don't have to. You don't have to change the. I know it's scenes from the movie, so you can't really change change much. But you can change the beginning part of it. Sure. You know, so it's like what they say and like the the comedy part that they bring to it, like the live when it's not in the scene where they talk about the movie. You could change that up to have different parts of that, so it's not exactly the same every time. Right. Well. I believe that that's going to be happening anyway. Like I said, when they took out that last scene that we're used to, I was like, oh, okay, I see changes coming. Right. Like, this is maybe the beginning of it, you know. Um, the Great Movie Ride, that was recently refurbished. And, um, you know, everything is the same, per se. If you're used to the Great Movie Ride, you might notice a little bit of difference. Um, I love that I noticed... Um, they go into the movie a little bit deeper. Like, there's more narration, which I love because yep. I love learning. Like, I'm one of those dorks that watches the movies, and when there's, like, um, what are they called when they have, like, the back scenes of it, and, like, they describe... Like behind the scenes? Yeah. I'm, like, I get so excited. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think it's so neat, and there's so much that goes into making movies, and there's so many different decisions that are made, like, right up until the last minute. Like, who knew Dorothy from Wizard of Oz was... she had They had her hair bleached blonde, for the character and they had filmed a bunch of scenes and they had to scrap it because they decided that it wasn't the look that right. they thought Dorothy should portray. So, I mean, I don't know. I just find it fascinating. So, um, I loved that. I loved that the great movie rides the centerpiece of the park. Um, I didn't notice a lot of construction going on around there when they were doing the Disney, uh, the magic kingdom, um, when they were redoing the uh, entrance area there, you could tell they were doing construction. There was cranes, there was uh, boards up, and they make it look nice, so they kind of hide it, you know. But um, you could tell they were doing stuff there. I didn't notice a lot of stuff at Hollywood Studios, like a lot of construction. Maybe they haven't started yet, or maybe they're just kind of in the planning mode. But other than the um, the backlot tour being closed. Yeah, which that is to me, like, again, going back to, like, finding out and digging into movies and how they're made and everything. That was always an attraction that really um, fascinated me and inspired me as a kid. So kind of hoping that whatever they do, like, they have something similar to that That'll somewhere. Be, no, that's not, that's gone. Not so much the Backlot tour, but, I don't know, maybe with Star Wars, like, they have, you know, somewhere in the area, like, how something was made. I don't know. Right. Uh, well, they're I doing am. Star Wars Land and Toy Story Land. Those are going to be the two main features there, so. Right, I know, but I feel like it's still going to be Hollywood Studios where they, that's the Maybe not. Idea. Maybe they're changing the name, too. Oh, gosh. It's going to be so hard for me. So I'm... you never know what's coming up. There's going to be big changes. It's a huge renovation that they're doing to that park. It's like $3 billion they're spending there. So it's going to be way different. What I will say, though, like, you know, at first, the first choice of picking Hollywood Studios, I remember Bruce almost thinking, like, not to talk for you again, but I'm going <laughs> to talk for you. You were thinking maybe we should do Park Hopper because you thought initially that we wouldn't be able to spend a full day there. Yeah, and we ended up. We ended up spending a full day there and seeing everything. I mean, granted, we did do a lot of Star Tours over and over again, but you got to do that. Yeah. I mean, you, well, you... that's the thing. The Star Tours had five new <clears> – we went on there five times, and I think four out of the five was a new version of what we've seen in the past. We've never seen it. It had to do with the new Star Wars movie. Right. So I think that was cool. And they also have the new Star Wars launch bay. Exactly. Which I loved. Uh, I thought that was pretty fast. Like, the kids were fascinated. Yeah, I love seeing the beginning. They have, like, a five- or ten-minute movie about the making of it. And one, the one thing that I think I love about Disney taking over is that the first three movies had a great story. The, the you know, the first original three back in the late 70s, early 80s. And then they made the prequels. And those, to be honest with you, were terrible. The story was horrible. The acting was horrible. I think George Lucas just did it for a paycheck. I don't think he wrote right. it like he wanted to make these movies great. 
All right. Well, we disagree on that, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna debate it what right now. I know. Uh, well, I like but I think what they're doing, the Disney's doing with this new three, is they're really getting back to the story and making the story great again, and and the actors are great again. Like they, you know, when you've seen the actors in this trailers, you're like, I don't know if it's gonna be any good, but you really, they really do a great job, and uh, they explain that in this video of the launch bay of you know why they are doing it like that. They're kind of going back to the original version of it, and you know, really get into the story and really want to make the great movies that these guys who were in their 40s and 50s now grew up on when they were like teenagers 30, 40 years ago. I know it is cool to see how um, just, I don't know, inspired these guys are and how driven they are and how... It's cool because they were growing up and they're, you know, 10, 15 years old and they, they were fascinated by Star Wars and then now they're 40 years old and like, you could remake Star Wars. They're like, oh my God, that's like the... My dream come true. Like, if you told yeah. me at 10 years old I was going to be making Star Wars movie when I was older, I'd be like, no problem. I'll do whatever yeah. you want me to do till then. Exactly. Like, I will just prepare. My whole life yeah. is going to be awesome. It was because, so pumped. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And it was cool to see they have a lot of stuff in the Star Wars Bay props from the show and, like, artist renderings. And it's really a lot of great stuff to see, a lot of good pictures to take. Yeah, it's definitely the best is yet to come in there. And it definitely is, like, a, a window to what you're going to see. A lot of uh, costumes, of like our, our nephew Devlin. Devlin, what's going on? Shout out. I told, I told him I'd give him a shout out in the next episode. When we got back, he came with us. He so wanted to buy the Stormtrooper outfit there. Yeah, he was ready. Like, he, he had, had his like, wallet in his, his wallet. It's like, if, yeah. this thing's, if this is the right price, I'm buying it. And I'm walking out of here wearing this Stormtrooper outfit. Well, it was the right price. just just didn't have it. Yeah, he's like, I didn't bring all that money. It was like $100. <laughs> he's like, whoops, I should have cracked open that piggy bank. I said, just I go jump one of the Star Wars guys walking outside. There was like two Stormtroopers walking around. I said, just jump them like they do in the movie. We'll take them out back and... I mean, how costumes, cool. And all of a sudden, me and him will just be walking out just like it was in the movie. That would have been awesome. We should have did that. We should have been like dragged them out back, take off their uniforms, just hop out. Nobody will know. They have masks on. Oh, my gosh. I can't even handle this right now. Sorry. All right. I got so excited when I saw the stormtroopers roaming around that yeah. I thought Bruce was going to like – I really thought you were going to just pretend you didn't know me Yep. for the rest of the I kind of did a little. I know. It's fine. I'm used they to it. They have a lot of shows like that, though. And then we got in the beginning. They did that whole – which was a, it was a long skit about – but it was a nice scene on Hollywood Boulevard about um, – I forget what it's about. But it was just a funny skit that they well, – I got it on video actually on the GoPro. I think I got most of it. It was a skit. It was just a skit about an actor trying to do his lines and he wasn't getting it and it was hilarious. And they involved the audience that was watching and, you know, Bruce is like hiding between me and the kids. No, I was like way in the back of the crowd. I didn't want to get it at all. <laughs> like, where'd he go? Um, but yeah, stuff like that is what I love about Hollywood Studios and I continue to love and I'm so excited that they still have, um, you know, all of that. It's great entertainment without even, like, there was a lot of people that were just whizzing through going to the next thing, missing that whole skit that was taking place. And I make... A note now to stop and pay attention because you missed some of the great yeah. stuff that happens right in front of you and they it's don't, funny. They don't look at that as part of the going to uh, you know we look at that as part of going to Hollywood Studios. They don't they they look at all the attractions and then they you know they go on the Rock, uh, Tower of Terror and then the Rock and Roller Coaster and then before you know it you've gone on the attractions and it's over. But if you really slow down and not only go on the attractions but watch those shows that they put on for you and then go to all the shows and take a look around of what like there's a lot of uh, hidden stuff at Hollywood Studios that most people walk right by. Yeah. Like the so Indian, and like Darren Dina Jones when you can pull the rope and you can hear the guy. I mean, just there's so much, right. And I that's what I love about well, any park at Disney. But de definitely, 
you know, I'm excited to see the future of Hollywood Studios. But for now, it's still a pretty great park. Yeah, I mean, I mean at least I, for the next couple of weeks. I know that, <laughs> yeah, once, that, that other, once the lights camera action closes and, uh, you know, I know everything moves pretty quick there. So don't hold me to any of that. Well, the thing is, too, I mean, at some point they have to make a decision. They're not going to close the park, but they have to keep guests continuously entertained and happy for the admission price. I mean, it isn't yeah. a, it's well, they have not to a get cheap. enough enough stuff going on where people will still go there for the day. Totally. And I thought that that was totally worthwhile. My favorite part, can I go into my favorite part, which is the ending? Yeah. You know that yeah, we yeah. were like waiting for this, but I was really excited. I don't know what I expected, but the end of the night, they have an incredible new fireworks show. And I guess part of me was really sad because we usually visit during the holidays and we get to see the Osborne uh, light show, which is now gone. So, um, you know, this season, obviously, it wouldn't have been Christmas anyways, but I w was craving something like that. And to my surprise, they do have this incredible um, fireworks show that goes along with the movie of Star Wars. And I Not really... the movie. It goes along with the soundtrack. Well, yeah, the soundtrack. But, like, the soundtrack, the whole thing, okay? Yeah, at first, I was kind of like, eh, you know, it's going to be fireworks, but... You know, the first five minutes is a little bit slow. Maybe not five minutes. The three minutes is a little slow. But then it gets into it. And there's just something about the way that they redid. I know it's the same theme from the original Star Wars. But there's just something about the new one. Um, I don't know if it's different, but they slowed it down or whatever they did to it. But they put that to fireworks and it just gives you goosebumps. It really does. And it literally, you know, where we were standing, you could pretty much stand, I don't know, about anywhere. But they do the fireworks. They launch the fireworks right behind the um, great movie ride. So it's sort of in the center of the park, but there's really no bad place to stand to watch the fireworks show. The center, you can see sort of the big picture, but um, I feel like it was at one point I had my whole head turned to the left and then to the right to see the, sh the fireworks launching in the air. Like there was just nonstop continuous um, uh, fireworks. And um, what, so it's called Symphony in the Stars actually. They're actually coming up with a new one. So the one that we saw isn't even the one um, they just announced a few days ago. They're, yeah. they're doing a new one with laser, a laser and fireworks show, which is going to yeah. be even more awesome. So if you're going in the future and you're listening to this, it's going to be even better. You're so lucky. Yeah, I know. I'm so jealous. You so saw the ready. horrible one, and it's still awesome. The horrible one gave us goosebumps. And, like, I thought, you know, you see fireworks at the Magic Kingdom. You see fireworks at Epcot. And those are absolutely spectacular. But... There's just something about having fireworks, maybe because it's new. There was never fireworks really at Hollywood Studios like this before. And then the fact that it was a, goes along with the soundtrack of Star Wars. Right. Something about it, it's just like brilliant. Like, why hasn't there always been fireworks show Star with Star Wars? Yeah. Like, what are we doing? Like, how do you do <laughs> um, And we did see, um, I don't know if anyone out there is interested, but we did see the dessert party that people um, had joined and done. It is pricey. Um, galactic Spectacular. It looked pretty cool though, when, we were, when we were sitting there staring at them eating dessert while the fireworks were going off. Um, yeah. I did kind of I want was, some. Yeah. The total Darth Vader cupcakes and all of that looked worth it, in my opinion. And I was super jealous. So <laughs> that is definitely something if you're going anytime soon and you want. You're lucky enough to go down. It's through, I believe, March 19th, somewhere around there. So um, yeah, I would definitely check it out. It is pricey. 69 for adult. I think 39 for kids up to not age 9. Um, if you're a couple like of adults, if you're a couple, though, it's worth a shot. I mean, it's a short, yeah. too. It's only a half hour. It just looks amazing. The fireworks should go off at 8, so you still have time after that to get you. I think we ran over to the Tower of Terror, which our daughter went on. So, Milestone is that not only once, but twice. Right. 
So there you go. We were like so proud. <laughs> she never. She hasn't gone on in years. Years. And I actually took some great photos of um, the Tower of Terror because every time I go in there, I'm too scared and nervous. And that all I can think about is the drop and like getting onto the attraction. But this time I was pacing myself and taking photos. And I took some really spooky, glamorous shots. That I think we had a fast pass after that, right? Yeah. And there was nobody in line. I think we were literally the only people in line. So we were like, can we just take some pictures? And the attendant was like, yeah, sure. Take your time. <laughs> there was nobody else in line. <laughs> there was nobody there. Well, the fast pass so, line. There was people in the other line. She was so nice. Um, so that's one of the things, too. Like, we weren't really 100% sure now because with everything that's they're changing, um, once we collected our tickets, there is a kiosk there where you can choose your fast passes. They get there early because the most popular attractions – get chosen really quickly um and even us where we were in line at 9 30 the park opened at nine we were in line for our fast passes at 9 30 this is of course if you don't have your their fast pass plus experience with your magic band um things like the star tours um things like the tower tower the first and earliest fast pass time was at eight o'clock yeah you have to get there pretty early and uh, go right to the kiosk well we had we didn't have our magic bands because we weren't staying on property so we had the the take the uh cards yeah right so and but you know it is what it is like you can you know we were happy with it doesn't matter because it's not like as if you don't especially for hollywood studios where the park doesn't involve too much walking it's no big deal for us from go to point a to point b so and plus you're going to want to go on the tower 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 more than once so you can save your fast pass for that night time experience or whatever it's fine i don't know i don't i'm into the fast pass and i'm not i'm just like an 80s kid like i'm used to waiting in long lines i'm know? in the fast pass you know what? It, it gives you options it gives you the option to go on when you want if you really feel like it i'm i'm all about the fast pass for the option of going then i don't yeah. necessarily um unless you can choose it like before you go you can choose your time when they give you a time it's like i don't have to go on at that time but if uh i'm near that area uh, yeah, I'll go on it because it's a short line. But I don't want to. I wouldn't wait till that time to go on the ride. You know what I mean? Right. That's what I mean. Especially with things that like that, where it's you're gonna want to experience it at least twice. All right. So we're ha- ha- catching up on thirty minutes. Here. <laughs> you okay. Oh, I was kind of stuttering there a little bit. Um, <laughs> let's give some shout outs. Uh, let's give a. Uh, you know what? We have to talk about. This is gonna be a two part. So this is part one. Part two will be next week. And in part two, this is a little teaser. I'm gonna talk about a bus ride that I took. Yes. We actually took a bus ride. Oh, my goodness. So we'll tell you the story about, about that on the next podcast episode next week. Just tune in for that. Um, I think we should give some shout-outs to some people who left us some reviews. So in ne- next week's part two episode, we'll talk about the Magic Kingdom because we visited that. We'll talk about Pecos Bills. We went there. Uh, maybe we'll get into um, some things we did at the Magic Kingdom and noticed. We went to the campgrounds. We did a few things there. And, mm, the uh, campgrounds are a lot of fun, I have to say. We'll take, gonna... we'll take a talk about the bus ride as well. Um, one quick thing too, I want to just say, I thank you everyone out there for all your emails. Um, so great to hear from everybody. As Bruce says, it totally makes my day. I haven't had a lot of time to catch up with, um, the emails. I've been getting a lot. Um, and so if I haven't responded, I'm sorry, but I would get to you. One email that I want to actually answer on air and hopefully you're listening. Um, this is, um, from Elise. This is, she's actually going to Walt Disney World March 4th through 12th. So I know that's right around the corner and I want to answer this for you. And she was worried about transportation within the parks because they're not on, not staying on property. Um, but however, they are renting a car bonus. That's oh. awesome. Yeah. So let me just tell you that that's three quarters of it. If you have a car rental, you really can go come in and go as you, as you please. 
Uh, one thing to keep in mind with the car rental and not staying on property is just make sure you budget out ahead of time that Disney does require, uh, they, they charge a fee to park at um, the theme park. So if you go to Magic Kingdom, wherever, that day, it's $20. However, if you are park hopping, so say you go to the Magic Kingdom for six hours and then you decide to go to the Hollywood Studios, you only had to pay for that one-day fee. So you don't have to keep going around paying for every, you know, at each park. Right. But it is per day, so just keep that in mind because it can get pricey if you're going to go to four or five parks, um, you know, four days or five days of parks. Um, which is something to note, but definitely having a car is awesome. If you're not staying on property, just give yourself a little time for traveling. You know, it's just, it's simple and easy once you get into the Disney gate. Um, and it's, it's really actually easy driving, but outside of that area, if you just decide to wander off into uh, Florida a little bit, it's tricky. It's all highway driving and everyone seems to know where they're going except me. (laughs) (laughs) So just keep that in mind. Yeah. Got it. All right. That was Um, my, uh, one email I wanted to, to mention but who that, was that from i hope i meant i hope i pronounced her name correctly it's elise a-l-e-s-e i apologize if, if if i didn't get the name right we've got some really unique and wonderful names from people that are listening to the show so sometimes i get a little worried because well on itunes know, they say like let us know if we can say your name or not i'm just gonna say it anyway so if you put a review on there i'm saying your name just so okay. you know um, it's probably <laughs> not like, the real name, name on iTunes. Is... Anyway, I'm not going to yeah. put my real name so they don't listen. I don't want, I, want, I like the show, but I don't want my friends to know that I like the show. Oh, let me just say really quickly I haven't gotten back to you, Betsy, but I'm going to answer you right now. I just want to thank you ahead of time and kind of giggle because one of our email signatures had a spelling error, Bruce, yeah. <laughs> in it. Um, yeah, it happened. Uh, you, you know, know what? <laughs> I, not only do I act like an eight year old when we go to Disney, but I spell and talk like one too. He just gets so excited sometimes and his response or whatever and he just doesn't have time and it's not yeah, until he just send. send. I don't think about <laughs> it. Yeah. I'll answer oh it God, and I just God. hit send, you know? And then I'm like, oh, I sent that son of a yeah, so nutcracker. You're not one of those people. I'm one of those people. It doesn't matter. It is what it is. It's just yeah. hilarious and I actually really got a kick out of it. So um, let's yeah. give some shout outs. I'm going to give us two shout outs from two uh, reviews on iTunes. Thank you so much. If you haven't left a review on iTunes, I really appreciate it. We really love reading those. Um, thank you so much for those. L.H. Grabowski left a five-star review. Great information for everybody. Isaac Katri left a five-star review. I think I'm saying that name right. K-A-T-R-I. Katri? Yes. Okay. And the Isaac said that, P.S., you can say my full name, LOL. So he obviously listens to the show. Two things we don't know how to do. If we can say your name or not, and we always talk about renting a car. Oh, my gosh. So those are a few reviews we left. Um, if you have any questions or anything, info at unlocking the magic. Oh, my gosh. Address. Wait, no. I forgot to talk about one like huge important thing about what? Hollywood Studios. Ah, oh, let's just start this whole podcast over. I forgot. What is it? Um, I wanted to talk about the, the um, oh, my God, Walt Disney, One Man's Dream. So Walt Disney, One Man's Dream is still there as of now. Um, you know, there's rumors that it's leaving, but as of now, the museum part is there. So please, please, please go take your kids and go see some memorabilia. You know, it's really interesting to see how it all started. The movie is no longer there. Um, Boo. I know. Which, or his office. Boo too. So that was disappointing. We actually didn't even go to see that the movie that they have now is like a little show uh, about well, the it's a new movie that's coming out. Yeah, which is fine. It's like their way of advertising the movie. I don't like it. I didn't even I go. Either. We like boycotted it because it's not not anything against the movie. It's just we wanted to see Walt Disney. Um, so 
what I really recommend for all of you out there, you know, whether your kids are really, really young, really, really old or teenagers and they think they know everything and don't want to listen to you, get them to watch or listen to anything um, about Walt Disney, the man, um, Roy Disney, you know, just to get them connected with him as a person rather than just this place. Because I really feel like that's the missing link that a lot of people don't have time to do. If you could do that at home now that the, um, especially now that that movie is closed, I really feel like it's a it's a great way to connect with your family. So yeah. Bruce says that you can go to Audible or something. Yeah, if you get, I think there's two books that you should read. There's, I have one right here. It's called one, uh, Walt Disney, uh, an American original. Well, that's and, for older, yeah. No, that's like the story of him. And then yeah. uh, being being like Walt is another good book. So you can get those on Audible, and we've teamed up with Audible. So if you go to Audible, uh, trial dot com forward slash magic, you can get one of those books on audio for free. Yeah. So that was Audible doc, Audible trial dot com forward slash magic yeah. there'll be a link to that in the show notes if you want to go to this is episode number 40 43 you say that with like no, a question I said 43 mark? with a question mark 43. <laughs> you tell us audience out there uh, what? Yeah, i'm looking it up right now actually as we speak this is episode number 43 i mean yeah it's episode number 43 <laughs> so 44 yeah. see i was wrong it's 44 already 44. wow so um uh, so... magic.com forward slash 44 and that'll bring you to the show notes where you can get that free audiobook and uh pick up Connie's packing list. I think I'm actually going to sign up for that right now since I forgot some <laughs> things on the trip. Yes, please, Bruce. Will you sign up? Print one of those. Have it printed and on your husband's suitcase. Don't pack for your husband. Just yeah. give him the list. If he forgets something, he's on his own. Yeah. What? Like, he's got to go to Walgreens to pick up a toothbrush. Well, there you go. You I rent the car and go to Walgreens. <laughs> you forgot your stuff. Um, and there are a few things I'm going to add on that pack- packing list um, actually, as we speak because there's definitely some things on there. Like I said, it keeps growing, but for the best. Like I just thought of the other day, I don't wear glasses or contacts, but our niece um, does. And she had to turn around and go grab her contacts. You know, she was driving. Well. Yeah, they were already packed up and ready to go. And she was panicking because she forgot them. So that's something that I didn't think of because I don't use them. But um, definitely somebody out there probably wants to be able to see. I'm just assuming. Um, yeah, and, that'd yeah. be important. So anyway. All right. So we are also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. You can find that over at the website, Unlocking the Magic. And if you have a question, um, you know, we're going to do once in a while these listener email shows, uh, info at unlockingthemagic.com. And what's the what, what do we got going on? Anything else, Connie? That's it. I'm going to get back to everybody's emails tonight. I got some really great ones. One about um, some a certain attire, what they should wear. I have someone going um, for a special um, occasion. I don't know if I'm going to mention it on air just in case it's a surprise, but I'm definitely going to get back to you on email. I actually received someone's itinerary the other day. That's awesome. I know. So I have excited. a question of the show because I'm curious about this. You do? Question of the day. Have you stayed at the Fort Wilderness Campgrounds? I want to hear if you have and tell me if you liked it and how it went because I always wanted to stay there. I don't necessarily love camping, but I love camping there. So <laughs> it's magical. I to stay there. So I'm trying to convince everybody to stay there. Let us know if you've stayed there and how your experience Or, is. yeah, maybe even if you're just considering it. Yeah. You know? No, I don't want to hear if you didn't consider it because I'm considering it. Oh, that's true. I, I want to hear right. if you stayed there. True, true. Sorry. Question of the day. Have you stayed Question there? Question If, if so, day. how'd it go? Okay. All right. Thank you, guys. Um I think that's it. Cool. All right. We'll see you next week with part two. Stay tuned for that. I took a bus ride. (laughs) Bye, everybody. See you next week.